Jesus warned us in Matthew chapter 24 that in the last days, iniquity would abound. And because of this iniquity, the love of many would wax cold. And I believe Jesus is speaking of the love of many for the word of God would wax cold. But he that endures to the end, upholding the word of God, would be saved. But many would fall aside from the word of God in the last days. And I think it's been done in a very interesting way. Instead of being fewer churches, there are more churches. And there are churches that you can find who will allow you to do all manner of sins of the flesh. And they will approve it inside the church with some form of doctrine which they have twisted and are calling forgiveness, allowing you to live in the lust of your own flesh. This is a terrible perversion before the church. In Romans chapter 1, God spoke of being turned over to a reprobate mind. Verse 28, And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. They did not keep God in their knowledge. They did not think about the scriptures allowing the word of God to rule over them. They went another way. They didn't seek God. What do you want me to do about this? They didn't follow the scriptures. And God gave them over to a reprobate mind. They didn't follow the spirit of God. We have an example in our own little church group of this subject. There was a woman in our group who would receive words of knowledge and words of wisdom, but she wouldn't share them. When I would talk to her about certain issues, she would say, I thought of that. And I would say, well, you should have shared it with the church. She didn't do that, and she wouldn't do it. And this went on for years. She was with us for 39 years. And I would always tell her, you should have shared that with the church. The gifts of the Holy Spirit are to be shared with the church. They're not given to us for us ourselves alone, but they're to be shared with the church. And I just, she just wouldn't do it. Finally, in the end, she attacked me and said, it's been like you've been throwing rocks at me all these years. Well, the rocks were my trying to get her to share the things of God with the church. But she became twisted to the point that it was incredibly shocking to us. 
I think she was turned over by God to a reprobate mind because she would not do that which God had given her. We have to follow the Spirit of God. We have to do those things which we are called to do. If we have a word of knowledge, we must present the word of knowledge. We must present it to the church. That's who it is for. The spiritual gifts are given by God to the individuals to share with the church. If we continue to reject that, I believe we can be turned over to a reprobate mind. Or if we reject a scripture and go in our own way, I think the time can come when God will just cut us loose. Reading once again this section of scripture, Romans chapter 1, and even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient, being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable. That means unmovable. I've met people who attend church who are absolutely unmovable. They sinned against me and were totally unmovable to the truth. That's implacable. You cannot persuade them, no matter how much evidence you give them of what they have done, trying to turn them to God. You cannot persuade them. That means implacable, unmerciful, who knowing the judgments of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but had pleasure in them that do them. I saw this woman turn through the years. She started out with, I think, the Spirit of God. She did godly things, but along the way, it was like she became bored with Scripture. And she said even to me, I just find, I just rush through the Bible. I rush through these things to get on to something more interesting. She became very absorbed in television. When I would speak with her and share things of God, she would go stone cold dead and make no response of any kind. But the minute I mentioned a television show, she came alive and began joining in the conversation. I could see her heart was turned away from God. It was a terrible thing. I suppose from it I learned one thing is when I start to feel a little dead about things of God, I pray and just say, God, please don't let this happen to me. Please give me a spark of some kind. Please don't let me go dead to the word of God. Because Jesus said in the last days, 
because if the iniquity would abound, the love of many would grow cold. And I think it's a love toward the Word of God. And you don't want to be swept away because there's going to be much iniquity in the last days. The wickedness increases in the last days before Jesus returns. Haven't you seen an increase in wickedness when you turn on your television set? I find it very hard to find things to see. Also, there's such an increase of wickedness in advertisements. Advertisements are created to appeal to the bulk of the people watching the television. This simply shows the wickedness of the society in which we live today has grown much worse. You see extremely vile things in commercials today. Nudity, partial nudity, and what's so amazing to me is Sometimes in the background, behind these nude women, partially nude women, you'll see a commode sitting there. That has nothing to do with the commercial. It's just a vileness in the hearts of people somehow. It shows me the wickedness increasing. That just shows we're drawing closer to the return of Jesus. Antichrist in the church shows we are growing closer to the return of Jesus. But we individuals need to watch ourselves that we don't get pulled away with them. Luke 21, Jesus said, And take heed to yourselves lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with surfeiting. I believe that means, a surfeiting means overindulgence. Too much shopping, too much television, too much secular books, too much secular anything, that it gets overcharged, and it doesn't really ever get satisfied with those things. You see one thing, you want to see another, you want to see another, you want to see another, and it's just like overcharging an electrical object which can explode. Watch ye therefore and pray always that ye may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. Watch ye therefore, watch yourselves, watch what you're doing. And pray over what you're doing. Turning to God, committing it to Him, begging Him, if necessary, to not let you be drawn away by these things. The prayer connects us to God. And by prayer, we become accounted worthy to escape. We are certainly cleansed by the blood of Jesus, saved by Him, but we're worthy to escape the great tribulation by prayer, by connecting to God in all things. Watch ye therefore and pray always that ye may be accounted worthy to escape 
all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. This is Joan Boney speaking. These scriptures that I've spoken to you today will be printed on this, the written printing of this podcast. If you go to Jesus Ministries Exhortations, our blog, click on podcast on the right-hand side of the page, it will take you to the exact recording that I have spoken today, and all the scriptures that I've spoken will be printed for you so you can consider these scriptures. Thank you for allowing me to speak to you today.